This is Self-Awareness for Everyone, a weekly journey into applied guidance for mindfulness. I'm your host, MJ Bleehart, storyteller, author, creative, and lifelong learner. I'll be your guide through conscious reality creation, simple mindfulness tools available to everyone to empower greater control of life's experiences and other applications of unselfish self-awareness. This week's episode, do you get stuck in your own head too? Getting stuck in your head can be really weird, and I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one this happens to, though I did recently read something that said that actually a far smaller percentage of people have lots and lots of thoughts in their heads going on than I thought. Like, I guess lots of people just are, which I don't know what that's about, but let's not get into that right now. Let's talk about thinky thoughts. What are thinky thoughts? Thinky thoughts are oftentimes also tied to things like brain weasels or squirrels in the brain or things that just sort of randomly hit you in the head and go, yeah, you're not good enough, smart enough, fast enough, you're incapable, you're unworthy, blah, blah, blah. But thinky thoughts insinuate themselves in strange places because they're not just thought. They're often tied to emotion. And a lot of times, because they embed themselves somewhere between your conscious and your subconscious mind, it's really hard to reach. Well, why is that? That's because thinking thoughts often take something currently going on in your existence and tag it to something that previously happened. And the next thing you know, you're going, wait a minute, isn't this just like what happened five years ago or last week or some distant past time? Or even worse, something that never actually happened, but that your brain took to be a certain way. Because believe me, that will happen. Your mind goes to all kinds of funky places, even places that don't truly exist. But when it comes to something like this, it's often in a place that's right in front of you, but feels completely unreachable. It's like it's this bizarre sensation. Like, if you've ever seen Monty Python and the Quest for the Holy Grail, it's that scene where Lancelot is running towards the castle, and they keep cutting back to, like, he's the same distance away, and it's like he's getting no closer, and then all of a sudden he's just there. That is what I'm talking about when it comes to this kind of thing. When there are a lot of things happening all at once, both within and without, as in it's both stuff that you're thinking about, feeling about, but also there's outside influences that are going on, you can become overwhelmed really, really fast before you even give it much thought. The next thing you know, you're going, wait, what? When did that happen? And it can be incredibly flustering. And it can be frustrating because the next thing you know, you're starting to tag yourself into it and blame yourself for things. Before you know it, all sorts of things are going on that are causing these weird thinky thoughts that then make you get stuck in your own head, and it becomes incredibly challenging. But why? Why is this so challenging? That's because your head is kind of like a buried treasure chest. What do I mean by that? Well, let's think about the classic pirate stories and the idea that they're off to get buried treasure, and the idea is that once you uncover this treasure, you're going to get this awesome thing. There's a prize to be won, and that's going to make you wealthy or famous or whatever. That's not too dissimilar, but a lot of times things that are in your brain treasure chest are 
still buried treasures. They're items that have been put away long, long ago, and you might have just totally lost track of them. You don't even consciously think about them because they're things that you subconsciously buried a long, long time ago. To be fair, some of the things that you bury need to be buried. Traumatic amnesia is real, and sometimes it's really, really good for you because it keeps you from having post-traumatic stress disorder or other issues that you don't need because that memory is unnecessary. For example, I do not need to remember getting hit by a car crossing a street. I don't. It's traumatically gone. It's traumatic amnesia. I don't have any memory of it whatsoever, nor frankly most of the week around it. And I'm okay with that because I don't need to remember the incident. I don't need to remember the pain. None of it. I'm perfectly happy with this traumatic amnesia. But other times, things happen that get buried that maybe you do want those and you'd like to get a hold of them and get this buried treasure and dig it out. But because the mind is made up of both the conscious and the subconscious, there are times where what you're looking for isn't exactly what you think you're looking for. And on top of it, what you're trying to find is only partially findable or not entirely what you think it's going to be. What in the hell am I talking about here? Okay, so let's say that something happened years ago. Something happened to you that caused issues that are still bothering you today. And they often cause you to get stuck in your own head thinking thinky thoughts that don't allow you to move forward or be here now to do things that you need, want, and desire to do. Maybe it's something that you think happened in a certain way, but actually happened in another way. What I mean by that is if you're trying to pull up an old emotion, you're trying to pull up an old feeling, you're not going to get the exact feeling and emotion. Why? Because they are products of the now. They are products of the conscious mind. And while you can get an impression of what happened then, getting it now is impossible. You cannot go back and reclaim that information. And there's subjectivity of both your current conscious awareness and your subconscious awareness. So it gets really, really complicated. And the next thing you know, you're in this weird headspace where these thinky thoughts are getting in your way and you feel like you are stuck in your own head and you can't find your way out. This is not weird. This is not unusual. This is not uncommon. Lots of people go through this. In fact, I think just about Everybody goes through this, just some people are more aware of it than others. And for greater awareness of this, we can practice mindfulness. But now we're going to get into something that I've been starting to reanalyze lately, which is where mindfulness and conscious awareness are the same but slightly different. Because conscious awareness is being consciously aware here and now of both what's going on within you and also what's happening outside of you. And it's possible for conscious awareness to be passive. You can have a general sense of what's going on, be aware generally of what's happening in your head, what's going on here and now, without being fully mindful of it. That's passive. Mindfulness, on the other hand, is active conscious awareness. And it's achieved via questioning your inner mindset, headspace, psyche self. 
How do you question it? All you have to do is ask questions like, what am I thinking? What am I feeling? How am I feeling? What do I intend here? What am I doing? Each of these questions can only be answered here and now. They can only be answered in the moment, at this moment, and only in the present. The answers of the past are going to be inaccurate because you don't know. You can't go back to what you were thinking, feeling, and intending five seconds ago, let alone five minutes ago, let alone years ago. It's just not the way these things work. The subconscious mind is made up of impressions as well as actual factual things that happened. And a lot of times people have this notion of the world being a certain way that it never was. And then you wind up in the situation we're in today where lots of people think that they can take us back to a pleasanter, more gentle, happier time that never actually existed. And yet they want us back there because they think it was a thing. And this is true for everyone. You cannot go back to the past. You can only continue to be here now and work with that to go wherever you want and desire to go. When you're in your own head, it's not just about your headspace. It's not just about the subconscious and conscious mind. Thinky thoughts aren't always thoughts. They are impressions that were made on the body and the soul. Recently, I read Dr. Joe Dispenza's Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And one of the key things that he talks about in this particular book is that memory is not just in the mind. It's also in the body and the soul. And before you know it, your body takes over your thought process. And it's not your mind doing the driving. It's your body and it's your soul. And it's these things that go beyond thought and feeling. These impressions that get made that put you in a place that becomes habit and automated and rote and routine. That place, once you're there, can cause you to get stuck because you're not really thinking about it in your mindset, headspace, psyche, self, because it's become so automated that it just feels like this is the way things have always been. And breaking free of this is not easy for a lot of reasons. One of the biggest ones being that being present, being in the here and now is not easy. We get a lot of mixed signals that are telling us we need to think about the future or we need to look back to the past. And a lot of things don't focus on the here and now. But when you work on being here now and getting out of your own head, you have all the power to take control of your life, but it involves doing so right here, right now. And this is via active conscious awareness or, big surprise, mindfulness. Getting out of your own head is never a one and done process. And that's the other issue that we run into in our quick fix, do it now, instant gratification society. You want to fix it like that and be done with it. The thing is, you can't because this is an ongoing process. Change is the one and only constant in the universe. And there are lots of different things in your head that are going to take different tools to consciously rearrange, alter, change, or fix. Thought, feeling, and all else is going to be changed because of circumstances, happenstance, choices, environment, and lots of other factors 
both in and out of your control. Recognizing this empowers you. It empowers you because your self-awareness belongs to you and you have all the power to work with this. It gives you the power to create a life that you desire to create, to live how you most desire to live. And this is why when you get stuck in your own head, you can see that you're not alone. There are ways to get out of it and you are worthy and deserving of doing whatever it takes to make that happen. Let's get into this week's Applied Guidance for Mindfulness tool. This week's tool is probably going to look familiar because I've used elements of this many times before, and it's because we need to engage our conscious awareness actively via mindfulness. Before you start this tool, find and or create five minutes for yourself alone in a safe and comfortable space. Make sure that you have a timer and some means for writing, whether it's digital or pen and paper, doesn't really matter. Then you're going to want to do these five steps. Step one, for two minutes, practice deep breathing to calm and center yourself. Deep breathing is how you can regain a better awareness of presence and be here now. Step two, after that, ask yourself aloud the following questions and then write down your answers. What am I thinking? What am I feeling? How am I feeling? What do I intend here? Step three, once you've made yourself mindful, is there something that's been nagging at you or otherwise bothering you, tickling the back of your mind, tickling a memory, sitting in your subconscious, sitting in that space between the conscious and subconscious mind that's just like glue, like a freaking fly trap that you cannot get clear of? What is it? Now that you're actively consciously aware via asking these questions, can you identify it or at least identify the impression it's making on you? That brings us to step four. Write it down. Then write down what you think it will take to release yourself from this. How can you let this go? How can you address this? Is it something that you can just release or do you need to otherwise address it in order to handle it? Once you've done that, let's go to step five. Take another minute of deep breathing to recenter yourself. Because here's the thing this sort of work is going to evoke potentially an odd state of being because you've gone into your head to figure out why you're stuck there actively. You're not just letting it be whatever it is that's the sticking point, but you're trying to address it. You might find some negative feelings that come up and you might find reasons to get annoyed with yourself or frustrated or feel remorse or guilt or shame or whatever. And just don't. Don't allow that to be your dominant response because you know what? This happens to everyone. Congratulations. You're a human being. So please forgive yourself. The reason I'm suggesting only five minutes to do this is because if you start really digging, you can make stuff up along the way that's not actually what you're looking for. This needs to be done without overthinking it because as soon as you start overthinking it, you can take yourself to all kinds of places you have zero actual interest in going to. That's why I suggest doing this for only five minutes because that puts a timeline that prevents you from overdoing it, overthinking it, over 
analyzing it. Because if you're anything like me, overanalyzing things comes way, way too easily. Thank you for joining me for this week's Self-Awareness for Everyone. I hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of applied guidance for mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and working with other tools for optimizing your life experience. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at author at mjbleehart.com. You can follow me on social media via Instagram at mjbleehart, on TikTok at mjbleehart72, and on Facebook at bleehartmj. Thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network for hosting my show. Thank you to Fee Mahoney. She is the talented creator of my original cover art. Please take a moment to see her amazing works in her Etsy shop at Talia's Inspirations. Please pay a visit to my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn at titaniumdawn.com, as well as at mjbleehart.medium.com and my ever-growing number of published sci-fi and fantasy novels on Amazon. I hope that you're discovering how self-awareness works hand-in-hand with mindfulness and can be applied to improve not only your life experience, but potentially that of the people around you. Be kind, compassionate, and your own self-aware creator, whatever form that takes. And please be mindful that you are worthy and deserving of being the best you that you can be. Namaste. Namaste.